When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. It's the important one of the week. It's team news. Neil is here. How are you, Neil? I'm all right, guys. Yeah, not too bad. Um, lamenting my game week five wildcard and very shattered, but otherwise, otherwise happy. You've been sat full, through full some sat through some conferences, right, today, as usual? I have. Yeah, 15 today, which is um, a lot. In fact, there's one going on right now, a very late one. Um, luckily, it's Norwich's, so no one no one cares about that. But we'll try and bring you up to speed with that one. And yeah, we've heard from five yesterday uh, and then the rest today. So I think we've got lines on every team. Excellent. I do indeed. Right. Let's start from the top then. So the first game of the week again is Arsenal. Uh, they, well, there's some good news for their opponents, Leicester, and there's some not so good news in the Arsenal camp. Yeah, Leicester's the big one, I guess, from an FPL perspective, certainly for, um, for Vardy owners. He's fine. He's trained the last few days. He, he had a, a knee issue that forced him off last weekend, as everyone knows. But he's okay. Um, they've got a couple of question marks over Ricardo Pereira, who's got uh, muscle tightness, and uh, Perez, who's ill. But other than that, I think it's just a long-term ones like uh, Justin uh, and Fafana. Justin should be back soon, actually, after the international break. But, uh, yeah, Arsenal are the other ones with, I think, the most yellow flag, certainly. Um, we know that Jack is out, obviously, longer term. But in terms of the 75%... Flags. There's some there's some sort of big FPL names there. Uh, ben White, I suppose, is the biggest in terms yep. of uh, budget defenders. He uh, has been ill. Now, this was a bit strange because we saw him come off in midweek and we thought he was injured because it sort of followed a tackle, a late challenge, and then he, he sort of limped off gingerly. But apparently that was illness related. T- uh, tummy, even more tummy mystery. Aches. Tummy aches. Tummy aches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Those were Arteta's words, I think, today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the confusion saying it kind of adds because um, Arteta said this morning that he hasn't trained. But I saw him in training yesterday. They had a Twitch, they had a live uh, session of the, <laughs> of the training on Twitch and he was there. Um, and what I think he, he meant was he hasn't trained today yet. We haven't actually had training yet. So I think that's what he meant because this was a, a press conference this morning at 10 o'clock. Um, so that's what I'm assuming that is a meaning. But he was, he was there. I mean, even if he wasn't involved, I don't know what the extent of his involvement was yesterday, but he was definitely there on site. Same with Pablo Mari as well, who's also ill. Uh, same with Odegaard as well, who's got a, an undiagnosed, uh, unspecified injury, I should say. I'm not sure what that problem is. Um, all three of those were present. Didn't see Tierney. Um, it was the fourth yellow flag Arsenal asset. Uh, Arteta, there's a cat behind you. Arteta is just... Dog. Um, <laughs> dog, is it? <laughs> I was never, never good at zoology. Arteta <laughs> said to me that um, Tierney's uh, improving. I think he's going to assess him again and train today. Um, I'll keep an eye out for, for gallery photos, but I think, judging by what I've seen of the training ground photos, that he's the biggest doubt to Ernie. Um, and of course, they had Tavares, uh, Tavares playing last week, and I think he didn't play in midweek, so that might have been a sign that they were keeping him um, fresh for Leicester on Saturday. So um, I would be I would be quietly confident on White, um, okay. given what we've seen him on, yeah. on the grass. Um, and it's an illness, so you, you would so think the... you'd try and play it through. Because Arteta did say um, there's a bit of sickness sort of in the camp. Um, hopefully today everyone's okay. So you don't think the sickness is going to spread to anyone else? 
Well, that's that's always a possibility. Um, I remember from the, <laughs> yeah from a Champ Man days. Remember when you had someone had a bug and you could decide whether to, to play them or to send them home to avoid the spread in the camp. Um, given that White and Mari are, are on the training ground, I would think that's that means it's contained. You know, whatever yes. illness it was, uh, they're fine. But um, you never know. Arteta is increasingly playing his cards closer to his chest. Mm. We don't get the medical bulletins from Arsenal anymore. I don't know what's happened to those. So um, it's not quite as clear as it used to be. No, well, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, we might get some news as it's the early game before tomorrow. Some leaks or something, but yeah, we'll have to have to wait and see. Uh, Brentford, Burnley next. Uh, Mbomo, he's the big one that everyone's asking about. What's the what's the latest with him? He's got a good chance of playing, according to Thomas Frank. He, um, I watched this this morning. We we got the sort of the uh, the highlights from yesterday's presser in bite-sized form, but then I've seen it in full today. So his actual quote, and I'll try and find it um, from this morning, is that he stopped himself from saying they were available. I don't know if that was a, a slip of the tongue. He said, um, I won't say they're available. Uh, they'll be assessed tomorrow. And then he was he was scrabbling around for what he described as the <laughs> right wording. Yeah. Yeah. He said there is a good chance they could be available for Saturday. Uh, something's with these injuries. 48 hours means a lot. Um, obviously, this was held yesterday. And um, they've got more assessment periods today and Saturday. But it sounds good. He ended up by saying they've got a good chance of being available. So um, previously, earlier in the week, he said that they took Mbumo off before it became a serious mm. issue. You know, it was a, almost like a precautionary substitution. It was his hamstring. And Pinnock's been uh, affected by this hip problem for a while. So it does sound good. Not not clear-cut enough to give them 100% um, flag removal in FPL, but um, positive sounded. Uh, we should get more updates from uh, Frank tonight, I believe. I think there's an embargo section, okay. not on these two, but on uh, others such as Janelle and um, Wissair as well. But we, we think um, Janelle might be closing in on a return. There is a good chance they could be available for Saturday. It doesn't really <laughs> get more vague than that, does it? <laughs> yeah. But it does. It does yeah, you never, you never should. I mean, it's, if, it's, if you've got a bench and headache, you know, if you've got a welcome, um, you know, like 12 or 13 players who you, you'd be confident of, you know, of returns this weekend, then maybe you would bench him in that instance because yeah. um, there's always a chance that, that, you know, they might bring him on as a sub or take him off early. Um, but uh, if you're scrabbling around for numbers, I think you just you just hold them, especially with those fantastic fixtures coming up. Yep. And Sean Dyche said your favourite thing, a few knocks and bruises, not niggles, but knocks and bruises. Um, but yeah. says everyone's everyone's okay, right? So not nothing huge to report from them. Yeah. Yeah, Corny is all right. He's had, he came off a cramp last weekend, but... Um, and Dice says, you know, they're going to try and manage his minutes, minutes to an extent. They did that in midweek. They, uh, they give him just a quarter of an hour in the cup. Um, but I expect he'll be, he'll be starting this weekend. I think it's just uh, Stevens, who's out, and Hennessy's got a, a, a ankle problem. They're both backups. Um, ben May came back in midweek as well. Yep. Uh, he played 90 minutes in the cup. Yep. Which is good news for them, given that they're playing Brentford, a good attacking Brentford side. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next game, Liverpool Brighton. Liverpool v my boys. Uh, Nappy Cater obviously went off injured after Paul Pogba, but some encouraging signs for him. Yeah, um, uh, miraculous recovery, and he's uh, looks like he's going to be fit, which is good news because they've got a lot of problems in midfield. Fabinho's out, or almost certainly out. According to Klopp, hadn't trained as of today. Um, Milner we know is out as well till after the international break. Elliot's a long term one. Um, Thiago was only just back in training mm. as of yesterday, so um, I would think bench duty at best if he even if he even makes a squad. He's been out for quite a long time, so yeah, Kate is the one who's coming back. Um, I guess the big question is who's going to start uh, up top. 
um, because all four of them were rested in the in the EFL Cup in midweek, yeah. which helps us absolutely uh, <laughs> not at all in terms of predicting. Um, obviously, Manny got his rest last weekend. You would think he comes back in. Salah is, uh, Salah is undroppable at the moment, you would think. Um, so it's maybe between Firmino and, and Jota, which is tough because they're both playing um, well for different reasons. Mm. You know, Firmino's um, back to something approaching his best in terms of off, off the ball and link-up work and even, you know, scoring hat against Watford. And then Jota goes and scores um, against United last weekend and sets one up as well. So um, I'll, I've done my predict lines for that already, but I'll, I'll be monitoring um, Liverpool forums as I go and I wouldn't be surprised if I end up tweaking a few things for big, that. Big game for them in the Champions League. Next week, Atletico. Yeah, Madrid. yeah, they've got the they've got the advantage of um, being quite uh, far ahead in that group, I think. So um, it's difficult to know what your priority is because you know Brighton beat them last year at Anfield, and certainly couldn't be um, uh, taking any liberties with your lineup for that. You know, as he did in when was it when they played? Um, it was a game of five when they rested Alexander Arnold, Robertson, mm-hmm. and Matip at the back. Uh, I don't think it'll be anything like that, but um, one or two decisions to make, obviously, particularly up top. Yep. And how about with Brighton? Brighton, um, yeah, so um, we've had Webster coming back. Um, he was on the bench last weekend and uh, got minutes in midweek, as did Basuma as well. He's been on the bench for a while. He got minutes as a sub. Uh, one addition to the, new in- to the injury list, and that's Dan Byrne. He's out with a knee problem. They're assessing that still. So he joins uh, Alzati and um, Welbeck on the treatment table there. Um, I think that's it in terms of injury doubts. Uh, Taylor Richards is a youngster. He's got a back problem, but senior options, um, they've got a lot. So uh, Duffy was mentioned by name. I don't suppose you'll be playing him. Uh, owners will be playing him anyway this weekend, given the fixture, but um, he was mentioned as, as one of the replacements for uh, for Dan Byrne. And Webster's obviously would be favourite longer term. If he was fully fit, you know, if he hadn't had this injury, you'd think Webster would be in, but... Um, I was still sort of stressing that he'd have to monitor him and how much game time he can be yeah. safely handed Webster. I don't know if he's maybe trying to point this into another benching. Um, so uh, Duffy could still get back in to the to the league side. Uh, thereafter, it's a bit of a bit of a worry, I would think. Uh, Lamptey wasn't involved in midweek. Well, uh, I was going to say, interesting. Yeah. Because I thought he'd definitely start that game. I wonder if he's being lined up for a Premier League start. I think he might be because mm. I found it an interview. Um, this was before the EFL Cup match, and um, Potter had said his involvement against Leicester will will be with one eye on Liverpool, and he wasn't That's involved at all. So I, I, yeah. So I assume he's like he's had back to back thirty minutes sub appearances, I think. So that's decent game time prep. Um, so he may be he may be getting ready for a for a first start of the season. Um, which would mean either a benching for Veltman or or mm. Veltman's another one. Veltman's played left side at centre half as well. Not too convincingly, I think, in the past, but he's another option. It would, would slip into the back three as well. Um, Dunk's probably the only one who would be, he'd be absolutely certain it would yeah. start at the moment. I think. I was pretty sure on on Duffy keeping his place, but the benching against Man City has maybe think maybe Veltman goes in and it's Veltman, Webster, and Dunk long term, and Duffy does miss out after all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought Changes I, I thought it was. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, sort of horses for courses with Duffy because he hasn't got he hasn't got you know bags of pace. So maybe with Man City in Liverpool, he would be it would be a tactical bench, mm. and he comes back in for you know like the more agricultural tests against like Burnley and teams like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, Livermento's now head and shoulders above all the other budget defenders now as as the go-to option. I think. I've been really encouraged by Lamptey's return. He looks really sharp and lively. Yeah, he looks good, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, City Palace uh, next. 
you were on Twitter earlier complaining about about Pep's press conference. <laughs> what, what didn't you like? <laughs> I uh, I well, think I can guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely no mention of any injury news whatsoever. No questions asked. There might have been some after the embargoed section was cut off, so we might get some later on tonight. Um, but nothing, nothing to report. I mean, there wasn't any injuries uh, that we knew of anyway. Torres is obviously long term. Other than that, we we didn't think there was any. Sterling came back from uh, from a back injury in, in on Wednesday, whenever it was, and played I think the full ninety minutes there. So um, we weren't aware of any injuries anyway. There was one line on Zinchenko, but he was asked about Zinchenko. He didn't just bring him up uh, unprompted. He was you know he was asking about his um, uh, possible uses in, in midfield. Uh, but he was saying that uh, he's, you know, he's an option at left back for the rest of the season, which he is. We knew that already. He's, yeah. he's been back available for a while. He will get minutes at some point. He will come in for Cancelo. Cancelo will come over to right. Um, so that will happen at some point. There's nothing we didn't know. So um, unfortunately, nothing of note from no. from Pep's press. His, his exact words on Can- on Zinchenko were: "So far, Carl Walker and Jao Cancelo have been outstanding, but at the same time, the season is too long, and we will need him. I'm happy yeah. he's back after his injury. I mean." It sounds to me like yeah. Carl Walker and Cancelo are first choice and he's going to come in every now and then, which is what everyone yeah. do anyway. Uh, yeah. Palace, um, I'll save you the time. Uh, they, Everyone bar Nathan Ferguson uh, is in training. Um, Eze is, is back, but not ready to start. Yeah, anything perfect. to add? There you go. I thought I'd, Nothing. Nothing. I thought I'd save your, your lovely voice, Neil, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chelsea, interesting. Yeah, Chelsea was a very interesting Ooh, one yeah. because we, got a, we did get a juicy bit of uh, injury news uh, today that... Oh, you know, that sounds a bit bad. I don't mean juicy, and it's obviously it's a, I feel a bit ba- feel a bit bad for saying <laughs> that now. But you know what I mean. It was something that we weren't expecting um, from the Chelsea camp. Yeah, yeah, it was all set up. We, it was a bit of a, um, a East Enders cliffhanger bombshell right at the end of the press conference because we'd gone through the team news. We <laughs> thought we were all stitched up and everything was sorted. So we we knew that Lukaku and Werner were out and weren't likely to be back for this. We've got a return date for those two. Now it's going to be after uh, the November international break. So that's what uh, game week uh, twelve is that I think, um, is that right? I think it is. Uh, yeah. So they're not going to be back until then. Um, Pulisic is back in training, but is going to be targeting game week eleven as a comeback. Uh, good news on on the four uh, players who missed out on Wednesday: Kante, uh, uh, Christensen, Aspilicueta, and Loftus Cheek. All of them fit. All of them back in training. Yeah. So um, and that's where we we thought it was going to be left at, and then right at the end. Kovacic uh, is out. Yeah, dropped the us right at the end. He said, uh, and "To be fair to him, he said, 'I'm sorry, I forgot about this.' Um, and it was lucky that somebody asked him really because he he wouldn't have mentioned it. That's him to uh, apologise for, for missing it. Wasn't it? Oh, I'm really, yeah. really, 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 really sorry, Neil. Really sorry, Neil. I forgot to mention Kovacic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's really great. He's so he's so helpful with the TV news. He, he he's open and he didn't try and hide anything. I don't think." Um, so someone was asking about Kovacic's influence. You know, he's been one of their players of the season. I think he started um, all but one league mm. game so far. So he's been one of the regulars in, in centre midfield. And um, he's out until um, after, again, after the international break. He's got a hamstring strain um, right at the end of training yesterday, one of the last kicks of the, of the session. And he's and he's tweaked something. So he's going to be out. So he's he's added to Lukaku, Werner and, and Pulisic's big missing. Big miss. Big miss for them, Kovacic. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, and he's he's um, attracted a bit of FPL interest as well because his assist count is uh, what is it five or something like that? It's, mm. it's healthy, um, and he he's got quite a few transfers in this week. Given that he's, he's five point three or something, so he's one of the many many. You do a uh, rise tonight. Five... You do a price rise tonight. Was he really? Mm. Aye, well, that just shows you how how popular he was in terms yeah. of transfers in. 
so he's yeah he's not going to feature unfortunately so um if you if you went early on him then you've got a non-playing sub for the next two weeks got to ask you neil uh back five for chelsea who are you predicting please yeah say, i'm doing this yeah please but, say um, i i don't know i don't no, know because obviously as per the has missed the last two one is a rest and then one because of the shoulder problem and of course he can play right in the center half um and you think Chalaba drops out after two successive starts uh Thiago and Rudiger both rested in midweek. Um, Christensen hasn't started the last two. He could come in on the, as a right centre centre half, which would mean Aspilicueta playing on the on the uh, wing back. Um, Alonso started in midweek, so you think Chilwell comes back in for this. So um, James, I think I think I'm right in saying him and Chalaba are the only ones who've started two matches in the last seven days. Um, the one good thing I think did James play centre half in midweek? I think he did. I may be wrong. Um, and it's Newcastle, so you know you play a you know, more attacking player think so, against Newcastle. You, but... So you cling on to the hope that it, that it, that he can it can string together three successive starts. Uh, Chilwell did that last week, but then he had been withdrawn early in the Champions League. I think after about sixteen minutes. So mm. there are nagging doubts about James. I can see why people want to make the sideways move to Chilwell because yeah. it's not just this week; it's longer term. You know, this is well documented now that James has had. A succession of one-point cameos because he is—he's. I think he's had more sub appearances under Tuchel than the rest of Chelsea's defenders combined in the league. Um, oh, he's always coming on. He could, yeah, because <laughs> he helps see games out and playing in midfield well sometimes. Um, so you're you're going to get the holes with James. But you're also going to get the yeah. an increased chance of one-pointers. So even if he does start this weekend, then um, I can see why people want to want to make the move to Chilwell. Um, but I'll I'll have a I'll have a, a mooch around uh, the Chelsea forums and and the standard and football and see what they're thinking as well because my my predictions are basically um, an aggregation of of what everyone else you know in the know fans and and journalists are saying don't, with maybe a bit of me on gun don't tell them that don't well. reveal your secrets <laughs> <laughs> because you know there's this this a bit better place than me to discuss you know Chelsea's ins and outs so um, I do assess everything that I can um, off my own gut instinct you know you two starts in a week if you're just going off maths and probability of rests then then james could be up, up for a, a benching but um it is newcastle who are, who are there uh, for the team yeah oh, it's very stressful owning only james because he's so good you, you you think he should stressful play. is the word yeah, yeah. and then he doesn't very annoying yeah uh newcastle you mentioned them anything anything new from newcastle pretty quiet you know shelby shelby's back from suspension to bradka's back as well he's our he's our first choice keeper he's been out all season um and it's just uh, dummett and anderson who are out injured Nice. Uh, moving over to uh, Watford, Southampton. Yeah, frustrating uh, news for the people that have moved for the cheap budget forward of choice from Southampton. Yeah, nicely swerved his, his name because I'm not entirely sure how you pronounce it. Is it Broyer? Broyer, yeah. Broyer? Okay. Um, yeah, he's out. We didn't think this was going to be the case. He had an ankle injury, came off last weekend after scoring, had an ice pack on after full time, but then Hassan Huttle said he should be fine. He would have missed Tuesday anyway against Chelsea because he was um, ineligible. He's a low knee. Um, but Aston Hutler led us to believe that he would return at training thereafter. He's not. He's, he's red flagged for this weekend. He's not going to play. Um, I think he's their only fresh doubt. I think uh, Stevens was already known about, Jack Stevens. And Ward Prowse is back after a ban. Um, so it's who takes the place of, yeah. of Brewer. So, it, um, you know, it, it. I can see why people think Adam Armstrong is going to start, but I. Saw a quote last week from Hassan Huttle saying that um, 
Roy was was picked because Che Adams was ruled out. So whether he, mm. you know, whether it's Adams and Roa competing for one place, and then Redmond and Armstrong, you know, sort of a big man, little man strike duo, if that's what he's thinking is, he's he's slippery. He's 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 last season it was quite easy to second guess him because we had had so many injuries. This season, I think I mentioned last week, um, you just don't know what he's going to do. Uh, on a week to week basis because he's as I said he used he's used six different players in the in the number ten world already after game week nine. Um I think I don't think there's any ever present midfielders or forwards in that team this season. Mm. Um he changes his left back on a whim as well. So it's very hard to, to know what he's gonna do. But based on that previous quote, and this is why I've got my Adams in predicted lineup over Armstrong, um Hasnell had previously said that uh Brewer got his chance because Adams was out. So I'm just following logic there and assuming Adams comes in, especially after his goal. He scored in the AFL Cup in midweek where Armstrong didn't. So yeah. um, the skills may be tipping out in favour. We said last week, didn't we? When you see a manager talking up a player like Armstrong, saying how great he is, yeah. and he's going to get his chance, they're out of the team. <laughs> they're not first choice anymore. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Adams uh, play. Uh, how about with Watford? Good result for them. Well, great result for them against um, Everton. No one gave them a chance. Looking to build on that uh, against Southampton. But yeah, few 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 things going on with their squad. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything new. Um, well, Dennis, Dennis Dennis is suspended. Um, yeah. Not an injury, but he's picked up five yellow cards, so he's going to be out. So that is a notable name, I suppose, because he's still a budget. How has he uh, picked up budget five board. yellow cards in like nine, I don't know. <laughs> nine I, matches I thought... when he's been benched for half of them? <laughs> he's the new. Um, it was a Bolton Ford. He used to get booked all the time. Kevin Davies. Kevin Davies, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a new, he's a new that. Uh, <laughs> I had a look on on our uh, on our database. I thought, oh, maybe he's just been unlucky, uh, but he's committed more fouls than anybody else in the <laughs> division. And he's he's played sort of, he's played on the wing as well. Like, so it's not like he's, you know, always like a batman yeah, off top. He's so from games he started. I think he's been on the bench. He managed to pick up five bookings and commit the most fouls in the entire division. I saw he was suspended and I thought, he can't have picked up five bookings already. Yeah. <laughs> Very impressive. Yeah, maybe the new Holobas. Maybe that's a better example because Holobas was always getting booked for Watford, wasn't he? And missing out. Um, so, yeah, he's out. Uh, injury-wise, though, I think it's a much uh, more serene uh, pitcher. Um, Danny Rose is back. But the other ones we already knew about. Um, Firmini is still a doubt with a... I think it's a hip problem. And then uh, Etebo, Cabaselli and Sierra Alt there are the... Uh, sort of longer ones there, all still out. Excellent. Uh, just at the halfway point now, if you are enjoying this video, consider chucking us a like. Very much appreciated. And make sure you subscribe to the channel um, as well. I'm trying to do these little plugs half, halfway through in there. No, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be like the YouTube stars, but I'm watching <laughs> who are much better than me. What a pro. <laughs> but yeah, we do appreciate it. It does uh, help us out quite a lot if you do that. Uh, next is United. I mean, very rare for Solskjaer or any manager to say... Well, I'll let you say what what it is. Yeah, he's got a fu- he's got a fully fit squad. Fully um, fit. Pogba's the only absentee. Yeah, he's just suspended. Obviously, Pogba uh, three matches he's going to be out for, but no injuries. So that means um, we're assuming Varane and, and Martial are back. Who were the last two in the in the physio room, and uh, that's it. Yeah, fully fit. No squad. excuses. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, and how about with their opponent Spurs? Uh, not much to excuse for, for Nuno either. Just two injuries. Um, both are, are peripheral players anyway. Sessegnon and uh, uh, Brian Gill. Or, or Gill. I should really learn to pronounce these players' names before I come on here. The, um, the, um, but the, the Premier are, uh, League, cause when I go on the FPL show, they've got um, all the players saying their names. 
It's so good. Oh, I'm still useless at it, but I have heard them a lot of the players say their own names. It's yeah, it's very useful. <laughs> I need phonetics really for the, for um, for my team use. Uh, but of, he, yeah, he, Jill, he was, surely. He <laughs> He's out. Well, he's, he's been assessed, which means he's probably going to be out because um, I'm still waiting to see the severity of the injury. I think it was a hamstring, some kind of muscular thing in midweek. Um, but otherwise, uh, Nuno said a few knocks and, and, and niggles, but um, nothing serious. Yep. Always a fun one next. It's your favourite man. It's Bielsa. Uh, yeah, mm. quite a few Yeah, a few things to, to report on. Of men. Obviously, everyone with eyes on or whether Rafinha's going to line up on Sunday. Yeah, um... I think this is this is good news, really. I mean, because we, we saw the, the the tackle that he sustained last week, and we thought he, he's going to be on the sidelines for this one. Um, but Bielsa said that he, along with Shackleton and Furbo, um, are likely to be available against Norwich, so that's good. Um, uh, Eil and Bamford and Carter are still out. Uh, no return date set for that trio of players. But yeah, Rafinha is obviously the big one, and. Um, Likely to be available, I'd say, as an upgrade on a good chance like we've got with Mbumo. I think that's yeah. um, I think that's more than a seventy-five percent flag. Um, so yeah, we're, we're positive on that. Obviously, Rafinha hasn't been out; he's only been uh, sidelined for a week. Same with Shackleton. Furt was been out for longer, so maybe he won't be rushed back in. But um, I've got Rafinha, and I'm starting him, and I'm keeping yeah. him for. Um, if it was if Salah wasn't in such a rich vein of form, then Rafinha would be yeah um, a decent captaincy shout. I think Leeds are. Leeds are struggling a bit attacking wise, but Rafinha is always um, at the helm of, of you know their offensive player and um, lot of stuff goes through him. So fingers crossed that update from Bielsa surely, means he's going to he's going to start. Surely, yeah, something. yeah. That was this morning as well. That was a good thing. You know, Bielsa is usually facing the mm. media on Thursday, and we could deal with that extra day a lot of the time. Um, so that was this morning, and Bielsa sounded confident. Yep, it's quite good news for my players. I've got Vardy, Rafinha, and Mbomo, and all. Positive sounding updates. Yeah, so, yeah, I've yeah. Dodged a good. dodged a couple of bullets there. Um, well, I had a Gelhart in my scout squad this week. Um, he's looked yeah. really good when I've seen him come on. That's obviously haven't played that yeah. much, but in line for a start, do you reckon, or do you reckon he stick? I mean, Tyler Roberts just doesn't seem good enough to me to to be starting, but Bielsa seems to like him. Well, Rob, Roberts probably won't start. I think either. Um, Gelhart. Somebody asked him about Gelhart actually, um, because he's. I think fans especially would love to see him in the side. Mm. Um, Rodrigo, probably Rodrigo doesn't even convince that much. He's um, he's kind of not a number ten, and he's not a striker. Rodrigo, he's somewhere in between. He looked better last weekend when Gelhard came on, and then and then Rodrigo dropped a little bit deeper. But I still think it's a stress for him to start on this. I think especially if Rafinha's back, um, especially if they go to um, a new system, they were playing they were kind of playing four four two last week or a four four one one, which they reserve for certain formations. This is good. Another good thing about Bielsa, he picks certain formations for whatever the opposition are playing. So if a team's playing a two-man attack, you'll go with a, a this wing-back, the 3-3-1-3 three, three, three system. Um, if you're playing a, a team playing the 3-4-3, three, three, you'll play a 4-4-2. I'll not bore you with the details, but it makes predicting the teams um, a bit easier because we kind of know what system he's going to yeah, play. Very interesting. Yeah, he's, he's great, Bill. So I hope he sticks around for a while. Um, so we think if Norwich do play with a two, which is what they've been doing, then he'll go with his 3-3-1-3. Three, three, three. You're never completely sure, but... Um, so I don't think Gellhardt starts. Um, again, Bielsa was asked about him, and he was saying, it, you know, it, each situation um, is dependent on the state of the game. So Leeds were on top in that Wolves game; they were they were bombarding Wolves, and it was made for someone like him to come on, where he, he didn't have to do, um, you know, like defensive work. Or mm. uh, Bielsa cited the Arsenal game as another example where 
they were on the back foot and um he didn't he didn't see as much so i think probably substitute duty beckons but another another promising cameo and he's certainly the the most um exciting of that 4.5 yep. forward crop um obviously when banfield comes back that lessens his chances of game time anymore but um you're always on the hope of, of another harry kane emerging Absolutely. from that 4.5 yeah i've been impressed with what i've seen so far i mean the the, the thing with bamford yeah. is we're just not getting any news on him right there's just no indication yeah. how long he's out for we could be back next week he could be out for the rest of the season i've just got no idea that was the other thing yeah i mean um last week but um he also said he'd missed the next two which meant the league and the cup game so we thought he might be maybe near a return for this one but he's he's this morning he said there's no return dates for him or Ealing. Um so I don't know. We don't know when yeah. he's gonna be back. Nope. Uh, you mentioned nothing with nothing with Norwich, um, but I don't think uh, it's just come through. I've just, just seen it. Through. It was a, a very late press conference. Yeah, it was quarter three. Um I'm just having a look. Zimmerman's gonna be out for several weeks. Uh Sam Byram's still Yeah, yes. I think I've said I think I've seen that back in, in twenty <laughs> yeah, uh, nineteen twenty as well. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um Campbell's still short of match fitness, Sam Byram's still short of match fitness. And Billy Gilmore's back. Uh, he was ineligible to face his parent club last weekend. Hasn't been playing anyway. No. He's been sitting this one out. But a good game to miss. If your team's getting beat 7-0 and your manager's looking to make changes, then um, you hope he's uh, he's in contention. And Fox said this afternoon, um, Billy is always in my head. All my players have had a chance to shine this week. So uh, you never know. Could be back for this one. Yeah. Funny that he's not. I mean, he was kind of the marquee signing. He was on loan. Yeah. I, I had mm-hmm. high hopes for him, but not really, not really delivered so far. Uh, Villa West Ham uh, is the last game on Sunday. Uh, there's question marks about Emmy Martinez, who went off to Argentina uh, for family emergency. There's pictures of him, wasn't there? Um, was it with, with a relative, I think, in, in hospital? And, and I think the general thought was that yeah. he might miss out. But yeah, some some good news for for Dean Smith and Villa. Yeah, he's, he's going to be available for selection. Yeah. As you said, there it was a personal matter. He went back Argentina for. Um, I think pretty quiet on the on the team's front for Villa. I think it is just uh, Sanson and uh, Philogene Bidis. Yeah, good luck. I think that. that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> um, they're both ill, and uh, Trezeguet is a long term one. Other than that, I don't think there's anything. Um, Smith was asked about Bailey because he's looked very promising, and um, he says uh, he was blown a bit after the Arsenal game. He only played 45 minutes, <laughs> but he's had another week, and uh, he's he's looking increasingly influential for Villa I think they're really yeah they, they, I think this wing-back system that's been in operation lately um was almost as much to do with his absence you know he's none of their wingers are really te- players who shape a team around but he probably is when he's fit he's someone you want in your side every single week um and we've seen cameos a bit like Corny at, at Burnley we've seen cam- brief glimpses of him so far um and uh, he looks really good and and came on in the second half of that Arsenal game and helped helped yeah salvage out of that match. Um, so I, I would th- I would think if fitness isn't um, an issue, then uh, he'd be back on the team. I was going to say I think uh, um, a, a switch in in you know formation might be on the cards for them. Cause yeah, not not being I mean the the capitulation against Wolves and then the performance against Arsenal yeah. was was so poor. So they need to get yeah. him in the side. They need to kind of well almost build the team around him. I think when he's fit because he looks yeah. to me the difference maker in that side. Him and Ings. So. Yeah, be interesting to see what what happens. And yeah, West Ham. Anything with West Ham? I mean, it's, yeah, they've got to be they've got to be confident going into this game. They've got amazing results. Like, yeah, West Ham. Um, big West Ham. Big Man City in the cup. Uh, you know, a, a winner against Spurs as well. They're yeah. flying at the moment. Yeah, back the back clean sheets. Absolutely co- coasting through Europe as well. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I saw a Luke put up a, a, a tweet in midweek saying, who's the next Chilwell and Ford? And that's what we should be concentrating on. And I, I was thinking of Cresswell, because Cresswell's, mm. since Zuma's, Zuna's come in, and, and, and Zuma is an upgrade on Dawson. I don't think in anyone's book, Zuma is a, a better defender than, than Dawson is. And they've just kept, as I say, successive clean sheets. So long as Suchek and Rice are fit, um, that obviously helps as well with the midfield shield. And, and he's um, he's averaging five points a game this season, very quietly, sort of going mm. under the radar a bit. I think obviously with the he's not going to get many people's teams right now, but um, fixes, and their fixtures are a bit yeah, yeah the fixtures are iffy in Italy. So so yeah, I, I can see why he's not even a consideration. But um, uh, from game week eighteen though, Norwich, Southampton, yeah. Watford, Palace, Leeds, great run. Yeah, one or two, one or two before that, if you're willing to. I mean, it's, it's sort of five and a half million. You're not going to bench anybody for that, but yeah. So um, he's probably not an equation right now, but yeah, you're a little further afield, Christmas time, then um, he's certainly in the equation. Maybe even from six game of sixteen with Burnley mm. and Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, but he's um, yeah, uh, injury wise, West Ham's fine. I think uh, Sufal came back in midweek as well. He was he's been out for a while with a groin problem. Came on as a sub. Alex Kral's back after COVID. He's in training this week, and Moyes is reporting only um, the usual knocks and niggles. Knocks and niggles. Knocks and bruises. So, um, nothing serious. Nothing serious. Right. Final game then, Monday night. Can't say I'm looking forward to this one too much. <laughs> uh, Wolves v Everton. Yeah, what have we got? Uh, I mean, we've had a few people in the chat asking about Marcel, but he is out, I believe. Yeah, I'm not seeing that officially from Wolves yet, but I've seen. Um, uh, enough from you know several different journalists to just assume he's out. They're all saying he's he's going to be missing. Um, uh, the reason why, and I've got a bit of insight into this, why FPL don't flag players red is that I think they wait until the official confirmation from a club. Right. We haven't had that yet. Um, all we've had so far is the press reports from uh, from the, the press conference. As soon as that press conference becomes available, we, we will see it, and it'll, it'll probably go red. But um, yeah, so he's out. Body's back. Um, and I think that's it. I think I don't think I've seen anything new. Uh, Mosquera's still out. Uh, Johnny's still out, and and Pedro Neto as well. Um, uh, so nothing, nothing to report really, nope. apart from Marcel. Nope. And Everton patched up. Everton. Any good news? Yeah. Um. <laughs> not <laughs> massively great. I I'm trying to have a, have a think. They were one of the last ones I've seen. Um. Well, no, the Curry's the out. He's going to be back. Maybe he's a little bit quicker than what we thought. So that's going to be, it sounds like game week 12, just after the national break. Calvert Lone, we haven't really got uh, any more information on. That wasn't He wasn't mentioned today in the broadcast section. Um, Gomez wasn't mentioned either, though we do know he's back in training. Mina's not likely to be back fit for that uh, game. So that's great news for Wolves. I think Godfrey and Keane are, are um, bang out of sorts at the moment. Mm. And if Mina's going to be missing that game, that's great for for Jimenez and, and um, Huang as well. If you own either of those. Um, Delft's back in training, the guy who featured in my wildcard squad uh, for some reason. <laughs> um, because he was the only 4.4 million, 4. 4 million midfielder at the time. It was some method uh, in the still there. Yeah. Still oh, well, there. it's a lot of... Looking back now, what an absolutely horrible wildcard that is. It's just terrible. It's so unlike me. So I, I'm generally got a date in mind and I stick to it. I'm blaming the sort of hysteria around Ronaldo and Lukaku yeah. and um and being a, a new dad as well and not having the time to sort of think about People the team. People who went much. for the freemium the up front as it's now labelled just got burnt hard, didn't they? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I I had it for like two weeks and I was gonna sell Ronaldo um uh, after what was it? I can't remember which game, game week seven or something. Then Lukaku got injured 
and it's just been a, a disaster. So um, I'm, my rank's still all right, but it could have been so much better if I just yeah. held it together and then waited for this, you know, this gaming seventy eight time to play because it's um, I am playing, uh, I'm I'm fighting fires every single week at the moment. It's a terrible wild card looking back. Um, <laughs> someone should write a book about that. Wasting your wild cards. <laughs> they should. Yeah, good good idea. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Any anything else we've missed? I don't think so. Um, just on Everton, uh, um, Benitez said Richarlison's not 100% uh, fit, but he, he, he probably will. By the sounds like he's going to start. Surely, um, surely he has yeah. to start. They can't, Rondon's been they can't play Rondon again. He's been yeah, absolutely he's... abysmal. I was thinking, yeah, I was, and, I was... and that's even Sorry. one game too far for Benitez has got the track record of being, you know, bringing out the best of average players. He did it with Rondon at Newcastle, but I think this was mm. one two goal of order. I think Rondon was expecting to get the team this tight this soon, you know, Cavaloon and Richarlison being out. Um and it was just too much too soon. He's been playing in was it China, I think, for a couple of years. Yeah, so yeah. you know, the standard's gonna be it'll take a while to readapt the he's Premier League. So he's not so much bulk. He used to be such a strong yeah. like, physical forward and yeah. now he's slimmed down but hasn't gained any pace. Or any yeah. new abilities, just any goal scoring aptitude. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's he is not uh, he is not good leading the line for them. They, I'm, I would bet a lot of money on Richarlison coming straight back into yeah, that team. Surely, um, cool. That's all the teams done. Uh, I just want to point people towards the members area uh, before we go uh, and on over on Fantasy Football Scouts. If you enjoyed listening to Neil, Neil is our main editor and writes some fantastic articles. So you can cover those, read some from him. You've also got uh, the powerful up to data, uh, customizable stats tables comparison tools there's a, a transfer planner as well loads of great stuff over there so if you're watching this video and you're not a member go over to fantasy scout and check it out i also want to point people towards my and scout's first ever twitter spaces uh, which will be happening at half past four if you've got no idea what a twitter space is you're just like neil who i also don't think knows what a twitter space is I nope. only know what a Twitter space is very recently. Um, but essentially, it's a it's a much more kind of on YouTube. Obviously, we get the chat, and you know, I can you could type something in, I can read it. But on Spaces, you can uh, actually chat and, and we can have conversations and stuff. So it's uh, myself and Gwiz, one of our moderators, will be hosting, and you can drop in and ask us questions, and we can answer them, and it's can be nice and interactive. So if you're interested in that, head over to the Fantasy Football Scout Community uh, Twitter page. There's a link to that in the description below and i'll see you there at half past four but neil thank you as always for joining me and we'll be back next week yeah we will find a deadline next week just to forewarn you everybody so it'll be um probably another rush job but we'll uh, yeah we'll be there with all the news yeah we'll get through we'll get through thanks and we'll see you soon